<laughs> I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Welcome back, Chambro. Welcome to this beautiful energy of Earth, of creation, of, of you. As I was making my way in just now, I could smell the, the energy in here was like it had just freshly rained. You know what it's like when you take a walk out in the woods or the pasture? It has just rained. It smells fresh and clear, vibrant and growing. And that's the way your energy smells today. You've been through many, many lifetimes of challenges. You've been through ten years of going from elementary school, in a spiritual sense, high school, college, and now we're ready for a master's school. We're ready to resume the new energy mystery schools. It's been over 300 years since our mystery schools were adjourned. We said we're going to take a break. There was a lot of social and political pressure at the time. We also knew that we were waiting for this new energy component to finally come in, and we couldn't resume until it actually did, and here we sit now. Such a delight to be back with you in a different way. I'm accompanied today by all of the members of the Crimson Council who come in at the time of this event, of us truly graduates, each one of you masters in your own right, getting ready to embark on the next part of our incredible journey. And this next part of the journey will be different. It will be. I'll get into that in a moment. But right now I would like to offer my heartfelt thanks and honor to the energy of Tobiwa, one you know as Tobias or Muir, for his ten years of service, oh, and far more than just ten, but the ten years that you're most recently aware of for waiting such a long time to come back to Earth, to be on the other side guiding you, being your companion, wiping away some of the tears, listening to your stories, listening to your stories, listening to your stories. Now <laughs> oh, perhaps Tobias has a bit more patience than I'm. I will listen once. For Tobias waited for so long to make his return so he could be with you, like a parent making sure that their loved ones are safe, that they have everything flowing, that they can handle the events of their life. So Tobias waited and waited to come back. And then, not so very long ago, he let go. He said, Let's dissolve that Tobias energy. You take back your part. I'll take back mine. I'll come back to Earth to join you, and one of these days I may just look you in the eye." 
So out of love and honor and respect for Tobias, all of those from the Crimson Council join you today in this unprecedented event with you of the Crimson Circle here on Earth as you're ready to go the next step. I've worked with most of you, not all, but most of you in the mystery schools of the past. You came to the mystery schools because you had come to a point in your life where you know it was time to stop being just a singular human. It was time to be human and spiritual and everything that you are. You knew that you weren't going to just have another lifetime as somebody's mother, as a stone layer, as the one who cleaned up after the horse leave-behinds. trying to be polite here for a moment. You weren't going to have another lifetime as just a landowner or royalty. You wanted something much more. You had gone through many, many lifetimes as just that human, at least in the disguise of the human. And you made your way to the mystery schools held in many, many places around the world. To begin your path, you're unfolding as a spiritual being. So my energy is very familiar to you. Yes, I can be a taskmaster at times. I can be a I can be a wonderful friend at times. But as you understand, a friend will tell you exactly how they see it. A friend will tell you when they feel that you're deceiving yourself. A friend will not tell you what they you, you want them to hear, but what they feel is best. So, dear Jambo, we are ready for our next step. And I'm going to ask you to do me one favor here at the very start. Let go of anything that you know about me. For I am not the past coming back to continue the past. My energy is now as Adamus. Let go of all the rumors that you've heard and the rumors that you've started about me. <laughs> Dear Jumper, I do, I love to act. And one of the things I'm going to encourage each and every one of you to do is to act. It's the difference, the basic difference between you and I. I can act. And I have no fear of it. I have no fear of taking on different personalities because I know each and every one of those are a part of me and are going to return to me safely and easily. So I fear not in creating an expression of my identity for the sake of the moment, the experience, whatever happens to be on hand. Some of you look at acting as a negative word, saying, well, that's not really me. Well, absolutely it is. It's an expression of you. And as you get into acting, playing, enjoying, you're going to realize it's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. The difference between you and me is you hold on to a singular reality, a tightly composed, a compressed and limited reality of yourself, and you're afraid to let go. Why are you afraid to let go? Because you feel that these other expressions of yourself may take over? Well, perhaps they should. You feel that you're going to lose control, and you absolutely should lose control. 
You feel that you're going to be overwhelmed by all of these energies and darknesses and everything else? Well, that's an old, old belief. There is no darkness that's going to overtake you, none whatsoever, unless you like playing with darkness. So one of the things I'm going to encourage you to do as we make our way forward is to act. And don't feel embarrassed about it. Don't, don't hold back. Act. Go a little crazy. It's going to do you some good. It's going to open up your energetic boundaries. Play around with different characters of yourself. See which ones you really like, you really enjoy. See which ones don't suit you so well. Stop worrying about what others are going to say. They're actually going to be quite entertained by seeing these different expressions of yourself instead of the same, singular, sometimes boring and sometimes labored, you. I love to play the role as the taskmaster, or some of you have been saying lately, the one who's going to come in to kick your butt. By the way, I don't have to kick your butt. You do enough of that yourself. Sometimes I'm going to help you to find the right place to put that foot of yours as you <laughs> kick, because sometimes it's not so well guided. But, dear Shambra, I'm also not coming to you. This group of Shambra has the violet flame, has the, the master that you once knew me. I am Adamas. I come from Saint-Germain. But I am Adamus now with each and every one of you. Together we're going to explore new energy. New energy is here. We have talked about it at length in our previous shouts. It is here. It's an energy that was created outside of home. It was created by you. Its physics and its characteristics are distinctly different than the old vibrational energy you have been working with. It's not to say that we're going to completely eliminate vibrational energy in your life. Not at all. We're going to start integrating this thing called new energy. Quite frankly, not I, Adamus, not Tobias, not any of the Ascended Masters truly understand how it works. We have theories, we have ideas, especially those of us who have had more recent lifetimes here on earth. We have some general ideas of how it's going to work in your life. We're going to work with you to understand how to bring new energy in. At times perhaps it could be challenging, confusing, because one thing we do know about new energy. It doesn't set up patterns of itself like old energy. Old energy gets into a type of rut. It, it tends to repeat itself over and over and over until some large outside force or stimulus pushes it out of its old pattern. That's what many of you have been going through for the last few years of your life, trying to get out of that old pattern of old energy. So you have to take some infusion coming in, created by you, but an infusion of energy to create an incident in your life, sometimes traumatic, usually traumatic, to get you out of that old pattern of old energy. 
new energy works quite different, and we're not sure how. Basically, you've agreed to be part of this discovery. You've agreed to be the next level of pioneer on Earth, to understand how to bring it in and what it does. You've agreed to be here to allow this new energy to that you created, by the way. What's yours? It doesn't come from it's not a gift from God like the, the old vibrational energy. That was that was Spirit's gift to you. This is your gift to yourself. It doesn't set up the same patterns. It doesn't respond the same way each time it's applied. It is potent. Whereas sometimes we know you got very frustrated with old energy. It seemed weak at times. You tried to gather more and more old energy in. You had, to, you had to store old energy in the way of things like money or power or other things like that. You had to build a warehouse of old energy because sometimes it worked very slowly. It was very labored. Part of your impatience or anxiety recently has been there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a different way of doing this. And there is, and that's why you're here. That's why I'm here. We're going to explore the ways to bring it in, because right now it exists in and around you, in, a, in an area somewhere close to your human energy field, but it really hasn't penetrated fully. Part of it's because the timing hasn't been right. You've been, you've been so absorbed in a lot of your issues and your processing that it hasn't been appropriate for it to come in. It would have blown a lot of circuits. You've dabbled in it a bit. Uh, we've all dabbled in it together in our uh, nightly forays into the other dimensions. You've you put your finger on it just oh so slightly and tasted just a bit of it. But now we're going to be bringing it into our lives. One of the very important things that this group called Chambra is going to be doing allowing it to come in for your personal experience. And I'll ask you right now, this is, or mentioned to you right now, this is nothing to fear. There's nothing to fear in new energy. Sometimes there is in old vibrational energy because it contains elements of darkness, of fear, of your history, of your challenges. So sometimes you see that um, a wave of old energy coming into your life and you, you do get a bit uh, anxious about it, because it does contain a lot of old stuff, memories, energy patterns. So obviously you'd be a little bit anxious about it coming in. New energy is in its pure state right now. It is in a very simple state of being. It's ready to come in. Or it's going to be tricky for you, even for us, is that its response and its patterns are totally different, and its potency is quite unknown. One thing I can tell you from my experience, and also working with some of you in an intense way, is that this new energy, it is very, very potent, it is very, very pure. 
It has a way of, I'm going to say, blowing your mind. It doesn't work well with the mind. We found that out, to be sure. And when I look at it, it is a, that is perfectly logical, or as I should say, natural, that it would not work so well with your mind. Your mind is an old energy tool. Now again, we've talked about the mind at great length in these shouts, but your mind has taken vibrational energy and worked very carefully with its patterns. And it is, your mind has become patternized into this. New energy does not work well with the mind at all. One of the challenges is going to be trusting yourself enough to get out of your mind. This is where we get into some of the divine principles that we have talked about for thousands and thousands of years in the mystery schools and the work that we have done together. We go beyond the human mind. We go into the divine mind. It operates different. It doesn't use judgments, and it doesn't use what you call analysis, and it doesn't use straight-line logic or hierarchical logic. The divine mind is a compassionate, honoring, simple system, whereas the human mind tends to get very complex. It prides itself with its complexity. Smart people like to be very complex people, but sooner or later they become very dull people, very inefficient. So you're going to be challenged here, as you have agreed to, to begin working with the divine intelligence, the divine mind, whatever you choose to call it, but it is yours. It goes beyond human intelligence. It is not a database. It does not assess itself based on the past as it looks into the future. The divine doesn't do that at all. The divine understands a very simple principle, that all is well throughout all of creation. So the divine mind is a very trusting mind. It understands, uh, in the words of Tobias, it doesn't matter. It's looking to explore rather than to protect. And that's going to be a challenge for some of you, whereas your human condition and its mind have been looking for protection, safety, and security. The divine, combined with new energy, doesn't truly care about that. So there's times your human self is going to scream out loud, protect me, save me. Come to understand right now that the divine doesn't care. It doesn't need to protect anything. That is an is an artificial belief. Protect you from what? From the love that's already within you? From the status of ascension that you're truly already in, you just are experienced getting there? From the fact that everything is in its perfect state of being? It's time to get over this whole belief system that was implanted and acted upon a long time ago that a darkness or another force can take you over. It doesn't work. There have been attempts. You've attempted it with others. They've attempted it with you. It doesn't work. You cannot be consumed by another. You cannot be trapped in a reality. You are truly sovereign beings. 
So there's nothing absolutely to worry about in this whole concept of protecting and fortifying and preserving. It's led to some it's led you to more difficulties and frustrations and challenges than it was ever worth. We're going to explore the free nature of spirit while we're here on earth. Now, one thing that's going to be quite different about as we move forward versus the old mystery schools. In the old mystery schools, we were looking to open up some doors to the inside, doors that had been shut down since the times of Atlantis. We were looking to take a peek inside of ourselves, into our spirituality and into our mystics. But generally we did it in a sequestered location. We were off in secret. And generally we did it by transcending or going outside of our human condition. It allowed each of you to open doors. And as you open some of these doors to the inside, you're overwhelmed by some of the demons that were stored in there. Many of you had traumatic experiences in the mystery schools of the old, facing your demons, facing your darkness, facing what you would say would be your, your old karma, things you had done. And there were some beautiful things that were done. You finally got some of the doors open. You finally understood that there is the mystical side of yourself, that you're far, far more than just a human being. You're not trying to climb some ladder, trying to earn your way back to the grace of God. You begin to understand that there's more to living on earth than just going through the routines of each and every day. So there was this great benefit of the work that we did together in the mystery schools. It's going to be a bit different now because we're going to continue to open some of these inner doors. We're going to do it not by opening chakras, by opening energy portals within yourself and, dear God, not opening energy portals around the rest of the world. <laughs> Leave that to the spiritual amateurs. We're going to be <laughs> Indeed, I love to get you going. <laughs> By the way, I had to have um, several long talks with Caldra and with Linda beforehand. Yes, I'm going to push some of the comfort levels. Uh, obviously, I'm going to push their comfort levels. So I have a few requests I'm going to bring out in a little bit that um, definitely will for Caldra, not for Linda. Adieu, Jean Brown. This is a new time on earth and one of the most exciting ever. You can see it in the world all around you. We're going to explore what it's like to bring in new energy, to go beyond the mind, to be divine and mystical and still be in the human form. Now, this isn't going to be any Jesus Christ type of thing where you're going to walk on water. Some of you have that, um, have that type of archetypical energy built into you. You want to be like Christ. We want to impress friends, neighbors, relatives, and disciples. <laughs> but look where it got Yeshua. <laughs> Not such a good thing. So our objective here isn't to go out and impress others, but in an odd way, yes it is, because they're going to see in you something very different. There are, they already are. 
but they're going to go beyond just the ridicule and the skepticism that they currently have. <laughs> well, you see, actually, they understand that you're transforming, you're different. They don't like that. Humanity doesn't like that. Humans, humans, individually and then collectively, like, like everything to move at about the same pace and the same pattern. Humans love routine. Humans love limitations. Humans don't like to see another get very far ahead. Just enough to get eaten first, but not so far ahead <laughs> that they're going to transcend everyone else. And the human mind, the human condition is, is very programmed, very, very programmed. Uh, programming, as you know, goes back to the Atlantean times and it continues right now. We're going to go beyond that. We're going to go beyond what is obvious. Uh, you see, right now on Earth there's this overlay or belief system not to be a creator, not to be humans. Governments, companies do not like creators. Perhaps once in a while they use the word, but actually they don't. They like followers and conformists. We, dear Chambre, are going to be rebels. Now, we're not going to be standing out on some silly street corner shaking signs for the news media. We're not going to be starting revolts, turning over and burning cars and doing those type of things. That's very, very old energy, dualistic, causes more conflict and drama. We're going to be rebels in the fact that we're going to be creators. We're going to be experimenters and scientists of new energy. We're going to integrate it into our life. We're going to use it. We're not just going to talk about it. We're going to use it. And one of the important things as we go forward here is for all Chambra to share their experiences with each other. Now your staff, the ones who serve you on an everyday basis, understand the technology that will enable that. There'll be new technology coming in to work with you on that. But one of the important things is not to remain such an island by yourself. You're not going to want to be in many cases. Oh yes, you will need time alone. It is required. It's one of the requirements here for moving forward. You noticed, particularly recently, when you didn't take the time alone, when you intuitively knew you should have it, that things really started piling up. Things started going bad on you. You started, you started getting into that very worn down energy. You're going to need time by yourself. I'm going to ask you to take it. But there will also be a time to share your experiences with new energy with other Chambra. They, for the most part, for the most part, they understand what you're going through. They're going through it also. We, we are very much individuals, but very much staying connected in a group. There is tremendous work that we do at night together. This last six weeks in particular, if you didn't notice it, we were doing some very intense rewiring, reprogramming, redirecting in the other realms. It's not so much about your sleep pattern itself, but what we were doing 
in our time away. We, we went away from the Chambre Service Center. We went away from all of these other things. We spent time by ourselves. And in a way of speaking, you could say that we rewired Caldra, Linda, each one of you. We're setting up a new We're setting up a new way of handling potentials. And as we get into our work together, I do want you to share. Share on the message board, share with some of the other technologies which, which we'll talk about, which your staff will come out with. But it's going to be important for you to see what other Shamba are going through, hear about their experiences. And it's not always that you're going to have what you would term success with every foray into new energy that, that you go into. Success is an old energy mindset. There is no success or failure when it comes down to it. It's just about experience and about how you went through your experience. Communicate with each other about your individual experiences, particularly as we get into these shouts over this next year or so. We're going to be going through some very specific homework, discussions, learnings together. As I said, you are truly the scientists, the pioneers, the developers, integrators of new energy. We're going to go through it together. In case any of you want to know, will this change my life? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Most of you have gone through the major reorganizations in your life, uh, some of the difficult and challenging things of, with your jobs and family and your health. It was part of the last ten years. last ten years you went through a lot of processing. I would have to say that many of you were very self-absorbed in these past ten years. It was wonderful because it got you into a lot of stuck energy about yourself. We're not going to become self-absorbed going forward. You're going to become yourself come to embrace the self-God. You come to embrace the self-social, the part of you that integrates with other humans on earth. And you become self-universal, part of you that connects with all the dimensional energies, but not self-absorbed. We're beyond that. We're beyond processing. Tobias allowed the processing. Perhaps he felt it was needed. Perhaps it was. He allowed you to get into your issues. He allowed a lot of tears. He allowed a lot of talk. <laughs> We're going to go beyond that. Not that there's not a caring from Ayadamas or any of the others, but because it can actually work against you at a point. You'll see this as you move beyond some of the self-absorption. You'll see how initially it has a benefit of when you take a look inside, when you work on your issues of releasing. But it's very tricky because it wants more. You want more of that. You want more processing. It feels good. It is, it is energy feeding. You want more because it, it validates the victim energy. You want more of it because it's your excuse morning, noon and night for not doing something. It has a way of being like, like cement holding you in place. And it becomes a wonderful excuse for not facing the inevitable. 
You're God also. You're a creator. You created this universe, this earth, your lifetimes. You got away from being a creator. Partly it was programmed out of you. Or I should say you allowed it to be programmed out. Partly because you got into some of the patterns of mundane, normal, routine living. That's very seductive. It pulls you in. It holds you in. It takes everything to get out of that. But on the other hand, the more you try to punch your way out and fight your way out and struggle your way out, it holds you back even more. So what happens? We let go. We release. We go beyond. That perhaps is more frightening and more difficult than punching your way out, using brute force to get out of normality, to become all that you are. So, Shambhar, let's take a deep breath as we go into the New Energy Mystery Schools. We're going to do things that defy logic and defy the mind. We're going to go out past the limb. Not just out on the limb, we're going to go past the limb. We're going to go into areas that require you to have the utmost trust in yourself. Don't trust me. Trust yourself. When you try to put that trust onto me, I'm going to let you fall. So you learn to trust yourself. You learn to trust yourself, to love yourself in a way that you can't imagine right now. What we're going to be doing in going beyond the mind and the old human programming is we're going to go into experience. Into experience. Many of you have been searching for Spirit, for God, for yourself, or God knows what, for a long time. You've been doing it through your mind. You've been analyzing it. You've been studying it. Good Lord, put all those books away. Ship them off somewhere else. You've been studying it. You're never going to understand yourself or Spirit. You can only experience Spirit. And that's what you're going to be doing. You're going to go beyond this, the rhetoric, the talk. You know, you can talk about love. You can analyze love. You can write about it, even sing about it. But it only becomes love when you actually experience it. Until then, it is just a theory. You can talk about God all day long. I've heard some of you, unfortunately, <laughs> pontificating to others about God. On and on and on. Didn't you notice that they fell asleep? <laughs> I've heard some of you, with your great theories about God, get rid of all of them right now. We're going to experience God. You're going to experience Spirit in your life. Not a word will ever, ever be able to define the experience of Spirit, the experience of life. You talk about life. You talk about new energy. Let go of all of, all of your talk about new energy. I see some of you trying to say, what's new energy and what's old? And 
criticizing something for being old energy. Let all of that go. Because it's all words, it's all rhetoric. It's time we're going to experience it. You'll experience new energy in your life. And then you even let go of the word new energy. It will become meaningless. You're going to experience the integration, the completion, the fulfillment, whatever, whatever words, but none of them are satisfactory. New energy you're going to once and for all experience your creation. And then you'll understand the words, you are God also. The words will become meaningless and it will become the experience. That experience radiates in every part of you. That experience is what attracts the students, is what allows you to become the standard. That experience that you have had, rather than the intellectualization, rather than the analysis, is what changes your energy dynamic. <clears throat> Over these past six weeks, we've been working on a, not a reprogramming, but basically a opening up of your energetic systems to allow for this new energy to come in. Working on and releasing a lot of old issues that have been there, a lot of old wiring, to enable you to have the experience of new energy, of spirit, of wholeness, of fulfillment. No longer being needy, wanting, no longer having that you hold carrots in front of yourself sometimes to keep going. We're going to go beyond all that. I'm going to make a very bold statement here as Caldra hides behind a drink of water. <laughs> I'm going to guarantee what you would call in your human words your happiness, your fulfillment. I know I can do that. I know I can tell you that if you Allow for that trust in yourself. You work together with Shambro. You become truly integrated in yourself and allow yourself to participate in the mystery schools. You will have this thing that it seems to have eluded you for a long time – happiness, peacefulness, whatever you want to call it, fulfillment, mastery on earth, ascended status where you're going to be walking as an ascended being, in the experience of it, in the realization of it, along with the other fifteen hundred and some other ascended beings who are going to be here on earth. I don't want you to get all caught up right now into wondering, are you going to be able to see auras? Then it's child's play. <laughs> are you going to do instant healing on others? Hell no. Let them have their suffering. That is true. There is more truth to that than you can possibly imagine. You know, it is such an egotistical thing. I've watched some of you. You try to do these instant healings on others. Shame on you. I truly mean that because you're doing it for you. I've seen some of you. You're doing it because you want to prove that you are some type of Jesus back on earth. 
We're going to take a whole different approach. We're going to, I'm going to challenge you on things. I'm going to throw out a lot of things. I see some of you are holding tightly to some concepts, but how could you possibly – you're thinking to yourself, let go of some of the things. Well, you will, sooner or later. <laughs> Kicking, screaming perhaps, or in a total sense of allowing. This is the new energy. It doesn't work like the old. Right now, dear Shambra, there's a level of your intuitive feeling senses that are kicking in. They're feeling an energy that is different, very different to, to define. Part of you pushes it away, part of you is intrigued by it. This is new energy, just a tip of it, just a little bit of it. Coming in right now, we're going to start working with that. I don't know how many months or years or decades we're going to have together, but I'm going to work with you. I'm going to make a commitment to you, first of all, that you will find your happiness, your happiness, your fulfillment, whatever you want to call it. Right before you find it, you're going to cuss the hell out of me. Right before you find it, it will seem like you are in total what some of you might call meltdown or disarray, but it will be very, very uh, fleeting moment. I know I can state this because I know who you are. I know what we are working with, and I know, looking at your energy, that you really are there. It's just taking that last gulp to let the experience come in now, to let it be realized in your life here on Earth. We're not going to get terribly esoteric with things. I'm not going to get philosophical on you. There's going to be days when we're together where you may feel that nothing happened, only to find out later that something tremendous did happen. That's the way new energy works. There's going to be times when you think you're not making any progress, to all of a sudden realize progress was an illusion and you're doing quite well. We're going to explore something that I take a personal interest in. We're going to explore the locked or the hidden potentials of the past. The past contains a tremendous amount of love. And it could tr the past is trying to bond with this thing called new energy. But so much of the past is locked up in belief systems and in history. By the way, history is – you might as well throw all history away, for it is written in a very linear way. Your history, too. You look back and you say, well, Adamus, I have a very clearly defined past. I'd say just in this lifetime, not at all. So, but to Adamus, here's all my photographs I can show you from the time I was born right through now. It's very clearly defined. You are only seeing a sliver of your history, of your past. What's happened is the potentials of the past have been locked away. They have been hidden very, very cleverly. So you would think that you're who you are rather than who you really have been. You've locked them away. You've allowed others to lock them away. And you defined yourself in a very narrow spectrum, but that's not at all who you are. 
going into the past and unlocking its potentials and its uh, what you would call alternative realities, which are not alternative at all, for they actually existed. You just choose to ignore them. But going into the past is a very dangerous thing. There are dragons and demons guarding the doors of the past. You put it there partly for your safe, safeguarding, partly for your sense of illusion. We're going to go pa- back into the past now and unblock those potentials. It's going to change your past. It won't change somebody else's necessarily, but it's going to change your past. Are you ready for that? Mm. Don't say yes until you <laughs> read the fine print. You're going to come to understand that the person that you see in the mirror, the person that sits here, is not at all a good representation of who you really are. But as we go into the past, you're going to see some things that you may not want to see through the eyes of the human that you have been up until now. In other words, you wouldn't have been ready for it a year ago or two years ago, but you're ready for it now. I'm going to be with you every moment of every day and every night. That is my promise to each and every one of you. I will always be there. There's an entourage that works with me. There are Ascended Masters coming back to Earth now who we are connected with. There are aspects of yourself that we continually connect and communicate with. I will be with you every step of the way. Don't ask me to do it for you. Don't ask me for the answer. But I will be with you in honor. Don't run and hide from me, but I know you will. There's going to be times when you're so embarrassed by yourself and your actions, you're going to wish I wasn't there. You're going to pretend that I'm not, and therefore to you I won't be, but to me I will. <laughs> Dear Shambra, we're going into the past to discover really our future. We're going into the past to unlock a very dynamic, love-filled, but sometimes frightening energy, so that you're not squeezed into the definition. You're not in your own crystal. You laugh when you – I said I was in a crystal for a hundred thousand years. Do you know how long you've been in your crystal? <laughs> longer than 100,000 years. Your crystal is your past. You've been locked in it. You've been, you've been isolated from it at the same time. We're going to go back and open it up. I'm not going to go into how we're going to do that right now. We'll be getting into that in some of our classes, but you're going to understand what a release it is, how much energy has been tied up, how much weight has been on top of you. It's like you've been buried underground the whole time. When you go into the past and unlock every part of it, it changes the present, it changes the past, it changes the course of your history, it changes everything. You're going to discover things about yourself that will amaze you. We are going to go together into the future and its potentials. 
We're not going to set the future for humanity. We're going to look at the potentials. We're going to be forecasters. We're going to look at the direction that humanity is going in. We're going to take a look at your own set of creations that are sitting out there in the future. They are right now. I'm looking forward to walking out there with you where you are conscious of what's out in your future. Some of you have a junkyard that's already out there. Some of you have so much fear out in your future that the future basically stops. And then a reader takes a look at your, your life and they gulp. It doesn't go too much further. Actually, it does, but there are so many walls of fear out there. Some of you have taken the worst of your past and put it into your future to repeat yourself. Why? Well, you think that if you keep repeating over and over and over, as the quote in your book says, Kathy, that you might get a different result, but you don't. You'll always get the same result if you're repeating the same actions and the same mindset. So you've taken your graveyards from the past and put them into your future. You're destined to repeat yourself. We're going to go out there. We're going to uncover some of those. We're going to first be aware of what's out there, but then we're going to uncover Some of you have nothing in your future. You're afraid to plan. You're afraid to create, I should say, into the future. You're afraid it might be the wrong thing, so you put nothing out there. What happens to you? Oh, you're, you're really subject to destiny and everybody else's whims. You, you have not created for yourself, so it will then be created for you by others. Some of you are quite content with that. You can blame it on them rather than to be a creator in your own right. We're going to take a look at the past, the future, and we're going to bring it all into this present moment. The present moment where it is actualized and materialized, where it is actually experienced. By the way, you cannot experience to the degree that you can here in the now moment. You cannot experience so much in the past or the future. You can get indications of experience in the past or the future, but you can fully experience right now. That is why now was created. The only reason now was created. Otherwise, reality as you know it would just be comprised of past and future. There's actually a beautiful theory or formula behind this and a wonderful physics, but you were bright enough to create the present moment so you could experience. That's what it's here for. We're going to get intense at times. Some of you right now are turning off your computers and waving goodbye. <laughs> and that's all right. You're welcome back any time. I will, as the expression I created, I will call a spade a spade. <laughs> if I think that you're into your mind, grant me the right to tell you that. If I think that you're feeding off of me or anyone else, allow me to tell you that. If I think that you're totally full of crap, <laughs> allow me to tell you that, for I will do it in absolute honor. 
As we go forward into our work together, I'm going to ask several things out of you. First, as I said before, realize I'm going to be with you every step, every moment. When you ask for privacy, I will give it to you, but I will still be there. <laughs> I won't be intruding. I'll just be slightly turning my back. I'm going to ask you to keep track of your experiences. It may be a diary. It may be a blog. It may be notes to yourself. It doesn't have to get extensive, and it doesn't have to be daily. We are venturing together into a new territory. We're going into the new world, but this time the new world isn't a piece of land on the other side of Europe. The new world is new consciousness, new energy. Keep a log. You're going to need it. You're going to want it. It's going to help you to understand, on days that are particularly difficult, how you got from one point to the other. When I say difficult, I don't mean difficult as in the old ways. I mean difficult as in eluding the mind, not making sense at all. Another point I should make is some things will not make sense at all. I'm going to ask you to be comfortable with that. Part of you is going to want to immediately jump in and to analyze and to figure out the logic and everything else. And you're going to become very uncomfortable when there is no logic to it, when it defies logic, it defies physics. And you're going to feel real spooky. <laughs> you're going to feel very out of control. You're going to feel like running all the way back to the safety of old energy. That's the time to stop and take a deep breath and to experience, to experience what this is like. Let all this go. Some of you are going to have feelings of that you're getting vertigo. You're losing your mind more than you think you are right now. <laughs> Dizziness, problems with your eyes, all these other things. Let it go. It is part of the experience of integrating the new energy, part of our journey together being the pioneers. Keep notes. It will also help you to share with other Shambra, and in the sharing there is great beauty. When you share your story, your confusion with another. Now I'm going to ask as you share your stories, for the others who are reading the stories or listening to them, don't pontificate. Don't start offering a lot of unwanted advice unless at the bottom of the sharing it says, I would appreciate your advice. Don't start telling anyone what they've done right or wrong. This whole concept – Tobias brought it up recently – you haven't done anything wrong. You can't do wrong. Trust me, you can't. You can have a lot of really bad experiences, but you can't do wrong. I don't want anybody criticizing anyone else for their experience or overanalyzing it. I want them to honor it. That's part of the reason for sharing it so it can be honored, so others can learn from it. I don't want anybody being condescending about it. I don't want you to have to ever feel embarrassed about sharing your story, unless you're up here for questions and answers with me. <laughs> so, Shambro, share your stories. Now, another thing is, as we embark on this next part of our journey, I'm going to ask you to fully participate. There is not going to be the 
uh, the ones standing along the sidelines as there have been over the past ten years. I know some of you needed the sidelines before you entered the playing field, but if you're going to be part of this gathering, you have to be on the playing field. It means you're participating. You're not just standing on the sidelines criticizing the coach and the players. You're in there. You're not just learning from them. You're learning together with them. You're not just taking notes for later use. You're using it right now. Become active. Become involved. Be a part of these shouts. They're yours. They're not mine. Be a part of them. Read them. Listen to them. Touch them. I don't care what you do, but be a part of them. There's no room going forward for casual bystanders. No room going forward for critics, for judges. We're all in this together. And this is serious and fun work. This is amazing work and potent work. But it's not a place for those who are just dipping their toes in. For each and every one of you who chooses to stay involved as we go forward into the exploration of new energy on Earth, one of the things I do not tolerate is cell phones during my discussions. <laughs> I will ask that to be turned off immediately. Thank you. As you go forward in, into this, I want you to add your energy into the Crimson Circle and into Chambra. Adding your energy means volunteering, helping in some way or the other. This is no longer a free ride in any way. We're going to be giving of ourselves, all of us from the Crimson Council, in unprecedented ways. We're going to be supporting and encouraging and working with you very, very intensely. But you have to contribute something. You have to show your intent to get into this new energy. Otherwise, otherwise, the new energy tends to work for you in some ways that will be hard to um, understand. What I'm saying is that if you become involved, you participate, you put your energy into it, you're going to be on this flow of energy with all the rest of us, all the rest of Chambra, as we experience new energy. If you think you're going to take a free ride, it's not going to work for you in the same way. Volunteer. Help. Do something. Contribute. I am, I've been overly concerned about Linda, Caldra, the staff of Crimson Circle, worrying so much about your welfare, your benefit, giving you away so much for free worrying about the money to operate this organization that serves you. They spend an inordinate amount of worry time that should now be spent on exploration and pioneering time. So whether you contribute time, whether you contribute money, or whether you contribute each day a blessing that goes to them – I'm not saying a blessing once in a great while, but a blessing that goes to them, because that truly helps also and it helps them serve you. I'm saying this at the embarrassment and the discomfort of Cauldron to a degree of Linda, because they do want to serve, as well as does Andra or Norma, Garrett, the staff of the Crimson Circle, 
who are working very, very hard. Now they need your support. This is not a call for money if I hear anybody say, this is about drumming up donations, I'm going to drum you out. The energy is not needed if that's where you're going to go. If you don't understand the need to contribute energetically, consciously, financially, volunteer or anything else, you don't need to be going forward. We're not going to bring along the stragglers and the non-participants. I hope I'm very, very clear with that. I've had some long talks with the staff, with Linda and Caldra recently, and encouraged them to do things, for instance, that would charge more or bring in more revenues for the services that they perform. They haven't been inclined to do that, out of perhaps you could say the goodness of their hearts. But I'm going to encourage you then to step forward without them and charging for the webcast, as was discussed, and they dismissed it. They said, no, I want Chamber to be able to participate in this without a financial restriction for those who aren't able to afford it. I'm going to say, dear Shambra, if you're listening to this right now, you either volunteer, you contribute, or you send blessings from the heart. All of these things will allow all of us to continue our work together going forward. There's going to be assistance. There's going to be service that comes in to you from very unknown places as we work together. I'm not just talking about angelic beings, but I'm talking about earth beings that show up. I'm talking about something I'll describe later in one of our future discussions, but new earth, or new energy beings that literally are being created in shape to come in and serve you. This work is extraordinary. And there's extraordinary service, extraordinary resources that come in for each and every one of you. As you can probably tell by now, it's not just going to make you an inflated human. It's not going to resolve a few of your old problems. This is going to be the realization of what we've been studying and working on for eons of time. And it's here now. It's here right now. I would like to continue our monthly gatherings like this. These are very important because things are going to speed up. You're going to need this time where we get together. We're going to talk about the direction of energies in the world. We're going to get into politics without discussing favorites, but we're going to talk about the energy dynamics of, of things like finances, worldwide finances, weather, politics, consciousness. Gaia herself. We're going to take a look at where Earth is going, and that's why I say you're going to be forecasters. You're going to have such a strong, intuitive feeling to know what's going to happen next, because you're helping to create it. Let's take a deep breath together. I will not be here every month. There will be times when others come in to talk to you. Their talks may be more appropriate than mine. Katumi will be here more often. There will be some new ones coming in. We'll give you updates, by the way, on Sam. I will not always take questions and answers. For instance, today 
was not a day for questions and answers, other than one exception, which I'll talk about in a moment. There'll be times immediately after our shower together, after your short break, where you'll have a discussion with yourselves, with perhaps Norma, Garrett, Linda, Caldra, a few of the others leading a discussion, a discussion about what's going on in your life, a discussion about the shout itself, since you're helping to create that, discussions about what next, discussion about the experiences. We don't need all the questions and answers. They're pretty much the same, about four general categories anyway. <laughs> but there are times where I would like to take questions as as we mature a bit here, I'd like to take questions related to new energy in your experiences, so others can hear. So there will be months with questions, others not. So we're going to be doing more intense, deeper work in the actual mystery schools, where we limit the number of people, where we can get into some very deep energies. Don't uh, to say if you want to participate in in the weekend mystery schools that are going to be given. Understand that there has to be a need to charge a fee for these. Some of you say, I want to attend, but I don't have the money, or you complain that you should be given this for free. Why? If you want the money, create the money. It will be there. Going forward into the work we do, there will be no place for victim energy, no place at all. It's about being creators. It's about being experimenters. It's about uncovering the past, opening up the future, experiencing right here in the now. Four points I'd like to make with you. You're going to hear over and over from myself and from my comrades. You're going to hear the words, honor, honor. It's very important. We honor each and every one of you, no matter what. We honor everything you do, everything that you are. There is no, no judgment. I'm going to ask you to do the same going forward. Honor everyone else. Honor people you don't like. Honor people that make you upset. Honor the people you work with. Honor the people that you communicate with on this message board, which, by the way, I hope gets cleaned up. There is very little honor there. There's a lot of drama, not a lot of honor. Honor means respecting somebody, whether you agree with them or disagree with them, but respecting that that is where they are at. That is the experience they have chosen. We're going to reinforce honor. Honor is compassion. Tobias talked a lot about love, and that was good. It was a time when you needed love, we needed to discuss love, but now it's about honor. Honoring everyone else. I know a lot of you like to be critical of others. Now start to honor them. Doesn't mean you need to agree, but honor. In honoring, you will come to understand how they got to where they are. You'll come to understand how you got to where you are. You'll come to understand that the world is absolutely perfect. 
you see its flaws, or what you think are its flaws, when you're out of honor. Because you're looking from the eyes of judgment. You're looking from the eyes of fear, actually. When you honor things, you understand they're exactly where they should be. When you honor yourself, you don't need to process anymore. I'm going to underline that on my blackboard. When you honor yourself, you don't need to process anymore. When you honor yourself, you're never a victim. We'll repeat honor over and over again until it really sinks in. Another important thing, as I mentioned as I opened today, I love being an actor. So there's going to be shouds and workshops where it may not feel like Adamas, but it is. I'm going to come to you in different ways at different times. Acting is wonderful. I would encourage each and every one of you to begin doing it. They're just aspects of yourself, but aspects that love you, and you love them, and they come back. You start creating these characters of self, and you realize how fluid energy and creation really is. But when you're stuck in that tightly defined character of yourself, when you're afraid to let go, you will keep repeating your patterns over and over. Another thing that is going to be very important, very, very important, to create something, anything. Creation is the natural way of expressing God within. Humans have been conditioned to be uncreators, to follow routines. Routines are set up, put in place, and you are required to follow them. It has gotten to be so that it's made your energy very dull, very stale. When a human isn't creating something, something, they become depressed, they become anxious, they become sad, they become like a trapped animal in a cage. So I'm going to ask you to start creating anything, anything. You've seen today here, you have some books that were created. You've heard music that's been created. Create a rock wall if that's what you choose to do. <laughs> Buy a fish aquarium and create a, an aquarium at your house. Create something, Chambra. I want you to start becoming aware of the percent of your days where you are not being creative, where you're following routine. Cook, cooking. What a great way to be creative, and your stomach and your body loves it. Being creative can mean just hopping in the car, not knowing where you're going to go, just going for a long drive, rather than following the old routines. Several of you that are tuned in right now have wonderful ideas for games, game boards. Create them. Stop giving yourself excuses for not. One of the requirements of going forward with the Chambra energy is to create. I will hold you accountable for it. If you're not creating, it doesn't have to be grandiose, it doesn't have to change the world. It can be very simple. Crochet something, anything, paint something, sing a song, make up a poem. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be artistic. It just has to be something that you're creating, anything. Jewelry, 
a film, anything. This is going to free you of some of this, these heavy overlays, some of this uh, what you've been calling depression. It's not at all. It's stagnation that's been affecting you. Oh, and you read, you watch those TV commercials, and it says, if you're feeling depressed, like nobody loves you, like. Like you have no energy, you're tired, you should take these pills. No, don't take pills. Be creative. Anything. We'll be talking about that over and over. And there's going to be times that I'm going to stand up, I'm going to open my eyes and walk into the audience and ask you about your creation, so please be prepared. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. I have to say now, Keldred doesn't like the open eye thing. But I'm going to tell you right now, Kaldra, yes, I will be walking around the audience. If you want to do it with your eyes closed, that's up to you. But I'll tell you right now, it would be easier with them open. One other thing, very important, we're going to have fun with. I want you to create out of your imagination. I want you to create a totem animal for yourself, starting today. There's a very good reason for this. Let me, let me explain a bit. Some of you are very familiar with totem animals. There was actually an ancient name for this. It's an ancient practice, but we're going to bring it in in a new energy way. You create an animal that, that, is, that is yours. Some of you it may be a bear, it may be an owl, it may be a beautiful hawk. It could be a wonderful rabbit. It could be anything that you want, any animal. An animal that exists on earth right now. An animal that exists, a species that exists on earth. And I want you to start imagining this. Let's say that you choose a deer for your, your totem animal. I want you to start imagining it until it starts to become real, meaning that it's not just this fuzzy picture, but you can start almost feeling it, feeling its, its fur, its skin, to the point where you can actually smell it. It doesn't have to smell gamey necessarily, but to where you can smell it, to the point where you can look into its eyes. We're going to be using this tool, this totem, for a lot of things that we do for a long time to come. It is yours, and it's not anybody else's. It is not outside of you, it is a part of you. We're going to be working with this totem, this animal that you help to imagine and coming from you. It's part of this role of acting. This is a being who's going to be your dear friend, your servant, your pet. It's going to understand you. You're going to be able to send it out. When you're occupied with normal human things, you're going to be able to send out this part of you to do other things in your past, and in your future, and in the other dimensions. This totem 
is also going to help to, uh, protect is not the right word, Caldrit. Uh, it's going to keep you aware of energies all around you. Yes, there are some very dark energies, very manipulative energies out there on Earth right now, and they're, they're actually intensifying. They actually would like to come in and strike fear in you, because that's the way they feed. They actually, they actually like to get your energy in a place where they can manipulate it. These are non-physical for the most part, but there are physical beings too who are still practicing some of these dark arts. They haven't learned yet that it just works against them. But your totem is going to help keep you aware of energies all around and the dimensions right around you, the dimensions that extend a long way out. It will become your best friend over these next few years together. Don't name it right away. We'll do that later. Between now and our next gathering together, I'm going to ask you to start developing this. Now, you might have an immediate reaction that, well, your totem should be a bear, for instance, because you've always loved bears or it should be a turtle, because of your affinity for turtles. <laughs> but just let it go for a little bit. It will start developing. You'll start developing. Don't be surprised if it's something totally different. And then start to breathe into it. Breathe your life into it. It is you. Start imagining exactly what it looks like, but understand it could change, it could develop. Start feeling into its attributes and how it can soar or crawl into the other dimensions, how it can explore for you, how it can be in constant vigilant service to you. So that is your homework, this totem and our gathering Next month we'll talk more about some of the ancient uh, backgrounds to this, but how we're going to apply it as we go forward. But for this next month, become familiar with this new part of you. It's going to be, how to say, your seeing eye dog into the other realms, or your seeing eye fish, whatever you choose for your, your totem. And it doesn't matter. Don't, don't start to think, which animal is stronger or smarter or faster or anything like that. It won't matter. Truly, it won't matter. It's more about your relationship to this part of yourself, your ability to send it out for you, your ability to have it there, keeping you aware and alert. So. So there would not be questions and answers today, which there's not, but I will allow because I know dear Linda has a few questions. I'll allow a few from her about the directions that we'll be taking. So if you have any at this point of your own, my dear. <laughs> um, I thought I did, but um, I thought I did, but really I think um, – I, I don't know what to ask because I, I think you proposed some what things. What Caldera should be wearing when he sits up on stage rather than what I would call <clears throat> pedestrian clothing? You could ask about that. 
Well, I did used to be a fashion coordinator. If you have some advice, I certainly would find that interesting. And Indeed, I've told him several days ago that uh, I much, much prefer a, a suit. Uh, please, doesn't have to be a tie, but uh, truly, I'm used to a bit more elegant clothing than what. Um, not that it doesn't look good, but it just doesn't feel right. So, so you prefer a more formal presentation? I wouldn't call it formal. I would call it more elegant. Elegant. <laughs> right, yes. I understand. Can you help us understand how we control the heat around the more elegant dress? Um, uh, indeed, you can absolutely regulate your body temperature if you so choose. And I would like it with a bold shirt, not, uh, not just a basic shirt. You know, Jeff's not real big on bold personal colors. I know. I know. <laughs> then that way, Shumber will truly know it's me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not completely shocked, but how, how do we, how do we help Jeff through this adjustment period? Um, take him to uh, he's saying Nordstrom's. Um, <laughs> he'll cope with it. He will find a way to cope with it. Is there a color range perhaps we should inspire him towards? I'll help to make the final selections once we're there. Is there any color you hate? Uh, I hate nothing. No. no. So there's not a problem with any colors? No. Okay. Uh, I think Caldera would be a bit offended with pink, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't bother me whatsoever. And, and it's just a shade of violet. And are there still issues with jewelry and metals? Uh, actually, he has gotten into the habit of taking off jewelry. I actually prefer to put on jewelry. Uh, but um, one of the things we're going to be studying is some of the energy properties that are, are in things like, um, like gold in particular. Gold, we're going, to, we're going to have a lot of discussions about it. It's a very, I want you giving your power away to gold, but gold is an. Uh, is an alchemical metal, and you're going to find that it uh, has a way to enhance some of the workings with new energy, as do diamonds and some of the precious oh, well, that's stones. That's the same G I've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> bless you, man. Bless you. <laughs> oh, bless you. I'll tell you right right now that one of the um, uh, now uh, you've all learned that the. These stones and these gems do not hold the power. But there is a tendency to think that they do because at one time they did mm. on Earth. The, the original crystals of the Earth, uh, the, the actual minerals, did hold the power. That's how Earth was originally, uh, life came to it. But this power in the crystals went away a long time ago, af after Atlantis, of course. Some of you are still connected to this and are still trying to derive literal energy from crystals, and it's, it's not there anymore. However, some of the stones, gems, can be attuned, particularly as we journey into your past potentials that are locked up. They're going to be, um, uh, they're going to be valuable in helping to unlock some of the past, but don't, don't think that uh, a diamond, a ruby, an emerald holds a, uh, a power stronger than you. No, but when you feel like a million bucks, you feel like a million <laughs> bucks. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Um, any other um, – I, I, I personally believe um, that we've all been going through an incredibly 
personal process to come to this point in our journeys. And I think each and every one of us in the last six months, no, six weeks, it feels like six months, in the last few weeks have really, really been experiencing that. So I I don't even know what to ask you because I don't think we need to in in some ways because we're feeling it. Indeed, and I think as those who do remain, those who go forward, are, are going to intuitively understand exactly what we're doing. You've been preparing for it for a long time. We've been rewiring for it, uh, so to speak, for, for a while. And with this totem, or also called a pakawa, is the uh, pakawa is the ancient name for this. Uh, this this uh, animal spirit of yours. Um, we're going to have some amazing experiences with it. As, as we get into this, um, you're going to understand, really, this is the time of – this is why you came here to Earth, not, not to get over other lifetimes, but to actually work with the new energy. And when we start working first indirectly with the, uh, the other Ascended Masters who are now becoming embodied, and then ultimately physically with them, uh, and with their Pakawas also. Uh, and that is one of the ways that we're going to learn to um, well, these would be like your uh, delivery mm. energy delivery systems. Uh, you know, you have this internet which delivers packets of information. The pakawas help you to deliver uh, experience, feeling, emotion, uh, something beyond zeros and ones, but into the. In, in, this is. Um, I'm going to make another bold statement. What we're going to be doing with the totems of the Pakawas is uh, basically the beginning of the new energy consciousness internet versus your electronic mm-hmm. internet. And you're going to we're going to start slow, but you're going to discover how you can send entire feelings to other people, uh, not just little printed messages or pictures, but now into feelings. So it's the beginning of that. I, th- I think we could feel that as you started to open that potential up, as we started to open that potential up. I haven't, uh, I guess, when you say sort of a special question, there are some of us, and I don't like to, to admit this necessarily, but there are some of us that haven't been human much. And Get over that. You are now. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my question was I, I sometimes. Uh, my question is. Uh, to is, Linda, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot. Is why are. the hell did you come here? I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have had only a few lives, but um, uh, there must have been a good reason. I, I would like a report on that for our next gathering, Shit. for the public. <laughs> oh, we're going to become more interactive than what we have been in the last ten years. So the other thing I, I will answer uh, that um, question has come up. Uh, let me make this very clear. I come from the energy of Saint Germain, <laughs> Saint Germain. I come from that energy. I have spent many lifetimes on earth just like you. All sorts of stories have been written about me, some true, some not so true. I have worked with all of you at one time or the other in the mystery schools or in Atlantis or in between in the other realms. I am noted for the work that I did with you in the mystery schools as Saint Shaman. I come to Chambra now, and only Chambra. I come to Chambra now as 
Adamus or Adamus of sovereign domain. And I come to you for some very specific and intense work, work that uh, is going to be a joy for all of us to do together, but that could get a little treacherous at times, not to instill any fear into you, but we're going to be going into some very new areas. That's why I say there's no place for stragglers, no place for freeloaders, and no place for those who just want to be critics of others. Absolutely no place for feeders. I will not tolerate that, or cell phones. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to be going beyond cell phones, dear ones. Uh, that was one reason why they irritate me. There was also, and I've told this to other groups, there are some electronic devices that have very irritating energies. One of them is these cell phones that you carry so close to your human body. And they're not going to give you necessarily cancer, they're just going to throw you off energetically. Electric motors and these fans uh, have a very hard time being uh, so present with you energetically when these electronic motors are blowing, and sometimes even to a degree the lights. These are things that you don't have to be afraid of, but you should be aware of how they put out energy. But back to my point. I'm coming in as Adamas, for Chambra only, so that we can journey together into this new energy. Someone, some bodies on Earth have to be the pioneers, otherwise this new energy just sits out in, in a limbo. You've agreed to be the ones to bring it in. I'm going to be bringing my message through Kaldra, the one you know as Jeffrey. I have no desire and I will not do private sessions with other people. Uh, we're going to go beyond all this processing, so why would I want to do private sessions? I'm choosing Kaldra as long as he is willing and as long as he stays clear with my message. I'm choosing him to bring this in because I don't want 10, 15, 20 different messengers at this time. There will be a time when other messengers will be ready, whether it's a year from now or five years, I'll let you know. I will personally validate and endorse the other messengers. They will not validate or endorse themselves. For right now, it's going to be a singular message because, particularly for the next year, we're going to be stepping on some interesting and what is going to feel like unbalanced ground, but it's not at all. It's just going to confound your human self. So I don't want. 10, 20, 30 others claiming to be channeling Adamas. I'm going to make my message clear, and as long as Kaldra and Linda stay in clarity, stay out of ego, stay out of any energetic feeding, I will bring my messages through them to you. So please, I do not want to hear about anyone out there, as some are already doing, claiming to be channeling Adamas. You can continue to bring in the messages from Saint-Germain. You can continue to bring in that energy. will continue to be available, but in a sense what you're doing is channeling echoes of the past. Not that it's bad. It's actually very appropriate. Some still need to or would like to hear Saint-Germain. But with Chambra, it's going to come from one voice. Now, this makes Kaldra uneasy. So I will tell you right now, this is my personal request, not his. 
He didn't have this request from Tobias, and it didn't matter so much. He was uh, an accomplished enough um, messenger or communicator of energies that it didn't present a problem. But I'm already seeing many others lining up, wanting to, to get in on this new thing. But this new thing is going to be very specific. So for right now, we're going to be through the voice of Kaldra only. My request, not his. I hope that's clear. Others of you are very upset right now, and that's fine. <laughs> you're wondering, well then why is it that you feel this energy coming in? Well, that's what you're doing. You're feeling my energy. Just like everyone sitting here in Coal Creek, you're feeling me. Does that mean I've chosen you to be my messenger? You should hope not. <laughs> There's a tremendous energetic responsibility that comes with it. So that was one of the questions that was supposed to come up. Any others? No, I, I'm, I personally have no other questions. I, I think that you have given us an incredible amount of information for today, lots of homework and plenty of consideration. Indeed. And I want to remind you of a couple things. Act. Act. Please, be playful. Act. Be the bad guy. Be the good guy. Be masculine. Be feminine. Allow yourself, because that is going to give you fluidity, energetic fluidity as we go out. Uh, rigid energy isn't going to work so well to some of the places we're going to go. Honor. Absolutely honor yourself and everyone else. It doesn't mean agreeing with them. It means honoring that that's where they're at. That's where they're at. There's a reason for it. They may be the lowest of the low. They may be somebody that absolutely repulses you, but honor them. It's going to change your perception of the world. Right now, so many of you think that the world is a big bad place, rough energy, not sure if it's going to make it, because you don't honor it. As we go into this um, New Earth scenario, as we're going to talk about coming up, we talk about the New Earth, Old Earth. What brings them together? Not love. <laughs> you know, the word love it has a consciousness to it. It can be rated on an energy meter. Love and honor are not, not very consistent energies at all. Love has gotten to be used as a bad excuse for feeding. I love you. <laughs> so let's talk about honoring. I absolutely honor you for who you are and what you are. And we'll talk about love later. So honor. Next thing, create something, please, please. If a lot of you still get into the victim energy, a lot of you are still blaming the past. You, you can't do that if you're creating. If you're really creating something for yourself, if you feel getting into that victim-y kind of energy, go create something anything. Chop wood. Create a, create a pile of wood. That's, that's creating. That's, that is absolutely creating. Uh, go and, and sweep the floor. That's creating a clean floor. Anything. But be creative. And, dear ones, definitely work with this totem energy. We're going to be playing with it. It will become, I would say, one of the most important elements coming up in your life as we learn how our imaginations create and how we can have it serve us in any way possible. It will be amazing.
So, with that, we're done with the day. No questions and answers today. You're free to go experience life. And remember, dear Shambra, that all things are as they should be. All things are well in the universe. And therefore, and that is the reason that I am, that I am Adamas. Thank you.